Okay, okay, okay. Dang, I, I keep I keep like flopping in, in this new universe. Um, I was gonna do the Caleb intro, but I keep forgetting it. I only could do it in the old universe. So, um, <laughs> this your host? Did he say your humblest host? It's your humblest host. <laughs> you want to be Caleb so bad <laughs> because he does it so fluidly. I, I I don't know how he does it so fluidly. Like I need to cheat. I need to cheat. Um. It's your host, Ryan Aubrey, and I'm here today with a couple of, uh, dang, I'm choking. Never mind. I'm here. You're going to be all right. Gonna... You're going to be all right. We're going to make it. Be oh, okay. You gave them your really name. Just you remember the, the name cards? of the program. You remember the cue cards? Like, I need cue cards. I need those. I need those. I need those. Um, this is the Hawkeye audio commentary. Um, it is on the Polaris Network. It's that last episode, the series finale. Mm-hmm. See, that's all that's important you gave them the pertinent information that's what you needed <laughs> as you can hear hyping me up we have our co-host tiffany we have jess and we have james y'all didn't, y'all didn't think four negroes would be sitting here talking about hawkeye did you, you just didn't think at, all. Happened. at all progress see progress. look at that look at mm. that you're not a monolith <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> so we in this episode um uh, it's a lot to kind of get into i think that it this was probably the least scene heavy episode of the entire series like every other episode has been like packed with like scene and scene and scene and scene this is probably the first one where it was just like straight through like three scenes probably the overall episode if you think about it yeah oh yeah so we start off exactly where we left off in the last episode with the bombshell news. Kingpin. And Kate's mom is evil. Yeah. Who could have saw that? I'm just, <laughs> look, man. I, after I was, and I was so mad. I was like, last week I was so mad. I was like, ah, my hot take was right. <laughs> she was that dude all along. She was that dude all along. <laughs> <laughs> and she was caught in 4k too that was the crazy I mean, part like she was caught French. like she couldn't even be like that's not me no full hd full and she, hd and she had to have that they had to be that moment where it was like wait a minute especially when they were having that conversation over the table like um so she, she had to be thinking like your mom is is back here being real special and you don't even know look at this she probably was just like mm-hmm. She don't know no better, this girl. Just, right? They had, right. Girl, they had their girls' night, and it was just like, oh, she don't know. Somebody gonna have to tell her. <laughs> Somebody hey. gonna have to tell her. Eleanor Bishop is a different woman. She I have really to is. say, she she's is still, very. She's still cold. playing though. She is still playing. Oh, and she's committed that character. Oh, because I don't even know. I think. I mean, look. She, yeah, she's still playing. I just, she's still playing. I don't even, I don't, I'm not buying the act she's got on right now. Right. That's all I'm saying. You, you yeah, peeped her at the end. She was like, I love you, mom. And she was like, she just gave her a look like. She created an enemy and she didn't even realize her mom was going to be capable. She doesn't, I don't think she knows what her mom is going to be capable of. Like, you humiliated her. Like, she ain't going to be in jail long, but she's going to feel that humiliation for a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's coming back. Oh, no. she's definitely coming back. She's going to be a way bigger villain down the line. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because did you see how she was moving and just, like, she was, like, fearless in there. 
Oh yeah, she did, and she when she ran that car into Kingpin, it was just like, oh my yep. god, <laughs> I was that's not who excited. She is. <laughs> that's who she is. That's really who she is. Like all you need to know about who she is as a person is the fact that she had no thought. I mean, she out here with airbags out and you know just looking distraught about what's happening, and then easily just revved that bad boy up and ran her car into this man. Literally. Oh, we are gonna get into that scene. So we start off with the first scene. Uh, where we left off, Hawkeye is consoling Kate because Kate, Kate is obviously like confused because for whatever reason she didn't know that Ops could be at the dinner table too. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so he finally has that. We finally see that moment where he acknowledges her as his partner. Um, very paternal moment um, in the series. I think it was something we all saw coming. So it wasn't that shocking, but it was just, it still felt good. It was a feel good moment. Yeah, yeah. it was sweet. I let out my aww. <laughs> and I think he knew like, if I don't embrace her as my partner, she's gonna get herself killed. So I have a couple of choices. And the one that's gonna be safest for her is to keep her close because she's just gonna be out here doing what the hell she wants anyway. It's gonna get herself killed. So it's Very easier good. to keep her close to him and protect her that way than not constantly have her sneaking around or showing up out of nowhere in the right. middle of a firefight. So I, just he, so I just think he made the same even told, and it was like you see how awkward he got into it where it was like, oh yeah, the dinner party tonight is it formal? So you know you're gonna have to rest your mom, right? <laughs> like it was like <laughs> it was so crazy how he just did that. It was very like I said, it was it's very paternal, it felt like yeah. but it was it was important. And even then, he kind of kept her in the dark because he obviously knew, like, oh, yeah, there's no way you and your mom are going to be good after this. But he still didn't, like, you know, throw the mom under the bus. Uh, he was like, no, we got to go protect her. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, she's still your mom for now. And, like, you still see her as your mom as someone who needs protection and who doesn't know any better. But I'm sure when she saw her mom run that car to that man, she was like, oh, never mind. Um, yeah, mom okay. got some tricks. Uh, <laughs> mom is not that dude. Yeah. <laughs> um we then move into the action um we see kingpin finally yeah make his entrance his formal entrance um big ass suit super big suit did he ever wear a suit like that on the netflix series yeah, not like that not like that it was yeah, i'm like white. that suit was kind of crazy that was kind of <laughs> a really big suit like it was really really big um very, very extravagant entrance. Um, I think that this scene where we see him speaking to Echo, and I don't know the guy's name. Um, he looks like Kit Harrington. Kazi, like yeah, Kit Harrington off of uh, Game of Thrones. Kazi. I think that's what they called him. Oh, that's his name, Kazi? Yeah. Wow. Like pay attention to detail. That was great. I did not ever pay attention to like his name whatsoever. All series, <laughs> like literally. Like I went deaf literally listening to his I guess when his name was like going by. Uh how do you guys feel about this scene? I mean, I'm a Vincent fan from, you know, Law and Order days. So, you know, I'm always, I think I was already all, already all in, no matter what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, but at this point, I don't think I got any new information. Like, I didn't get any new energy or vibes here. Like, you knew he was coming. So I don't think it'd be different if it was still kind of shadowy like oh i don't know who's behind the scenes on this one but you kind of had some suspicions about who was going to be pulling the strings on this one so i wasn't fully surprised but it was nice to get the reveal in the way it happened um it's it felt a bit like uh michael keaton's batman it had, gave me that energy like with that kind of you know with those kind of like villain vibes 
Mm-hmm. But, um, outside mm-hmm. of that, yeah, it felt very comic book, like compared to the rest of the, the episode. That felt mm-hmm. like it was really kind of living in the like the comic book space and opposed to kind of the the live action space. So I agree. I agree. I think that for that scene in particular, did you guys feel any remorse or I guess any any connection with Eleanor in that scene where she's kind of like, Yeah, I'm gonna like take my daughter now and leave? No. Just have to ask. Just have to ask. No. No, um, for Eleanor since the jump. I wasn't <laughs> buying her whole situation yeah. even then. She was yeah. like, "Yeah, we just gonna stop doing this. I'm gonna retire." Nope. She was letting yeah. him know, "I'm about to be your biggest enemy." Yeah, yep. I'm about to make bigger moves. I don't need you, King. Yep. I don't yep. need yep. you no more. <laughs> like you're getting too messy. Clearly, you you have some problems that because clearly Eleanor's a connected woman. Yeah. So she knows he has some problems going on as well, and she's all for taking his spot. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting because in the Netflix Daredevil series, you know, uh, Kingpin ended up in, in jail at the end of season one right. and all of season two. And he was like still like mm-hmm. running the city at probably even more so from that position than he would have been out on the streets. I think we'll yeah. see a similar I hope origin so, story for he, Eleanor. I think some of his sentiment is what got him, what put him in a very vulnerable position. Like him too busy trying to play the dad card got him all caught up. Yeah, and um, he convinced himself that I could actually be some type of paternal figure to this girl after I killed her father. As long as she don't ever find out. Yeah, I just he 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 backed himself into a corner with some of that stuff. Yeah, I agree. So we now see Kingpin go speak with, or I guess Echo go confront Kingpin, um, and and uh, what's his name? Kazi. Kazi, yeah. and so. This was a scene where I think we saw Kingpin show that he's just as cunning and 10 steps ahead, you know, than he was in the Netflix series. But do you think he's as compassionate? I say a little more because he's still trying to play the dad card. Because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about it. But um, it's interesting to see kind of like the comparison, you know, in his character. Um, I felt like it was no poker face whatsoever from Echo whatsoever, right? <laughs> like she definitely clearly was not rocking with him. Um, yeah. I love the fact that they showed her being super sharp, though. Like the her first question to Kazi was like, why weren't you at that meeting? Yeah, right. Like, bitch, mm-hmm. was your ass? And yeah. he was out here flustered. So she already knew he was fitting a lie. And so it was just like, right? why yeah. weren't you there? Like she put that together, she put that puzzle together so quick. Yeah. Cause I didn't even think to ask that. And then you kind of realize he kind of shows his cards like, oh, wait a minute. Um, she gonna find out exactly how close I am to Kingpin and what exactly my relationship is. Like all of that house of cards came tumbling down so fast with that one question. So like, yeah, Kazi wasn't gonna be that number, wasn't gonna be the, the, the replacement anyway. Cause he wasn't too damn right. No, 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 he wasn't the sharpest knife in the nah, school. Nah, nah. I knew he could get a murk. Yeah, he was, he was out. He was out. I'm like, bro, you couldn't even keep that. You couldn't even play that close to the vest for like five minutes. This girl yeah. looks you in the eye. You fall apart. Get caught up in your feelings, just like your pops did. And here you go. Right. Uh, right. Uh, 
I just, yeah, he fell for he fell for her, and that put again like just with Kingpin. Like I think their feelings for Echo just clouded a lot of their judgment. I think they thought they could be a bit more hardcore, but looking at her, they were they're too invested in her at that point. Like you murdered her father and tried to take over his spot, and you built her the an affection for you between the two of you, and now you're like you know she you know how she is about betrayal. Why would you set yourself up for that? Yeah. Right. He probably should have covered his tracks a little bit more, but I guess he never figured she would speak with the Ronin because he didn't know who the Ronin was. And it seemed like he still didn't know who the Ronin was. Um, We moved to the dinner party scene, and I must say, I think this is probably under, I don't know if you guys peeped this, Jack arguing with the kid was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, um, <laughs> man. <laughs> on the ride of little boy, there's so much hate. Yeah. Okay, so he can't even reach the top shelf yet. How he talk about one? Yeah, man, no. Jack, I, I feel like Jack. Now I will say this: like, this is my only critique of this scene. Jack's sword was kind of forced. Like Marvel could have had a better way in which they wrote that in. He didn't have to just walk yeah. into a dinner party with a sword. Like that's crazy to me. <laughs> they said just walk past security with a whole ass blade. They was like, oh, that's cool. Yep. Right, and I think they even pointed it out. So I don't even know if they were trying to make it just kind of blatantly funny. Because um, wasn't it at one point they were like, "Didn't he just get out of jail? Why is he standing here with this sword?" Yeah, like they pointed it out in the scene too. Like yeah. this is absurd. This is absurd, and he is obnoxious. So I don't know if they're trying to still create kind of this clownish feeling around him, so that when he does show his real face, that everybody's like, "Oh, look at that! See, we knew he wasn't stupid." Or are they just going to let us ride this wave of him being this dumb? I don't know if they want us to like him, like kind of like right. the lovable fool or. Yeah. Because he gave, he gives me, he's giving me like real court jester vibes at this point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. look, I just, and Eleanor was like, she was prepared to sacrifice him on the altar, her ambition in three seconds. So I, I know she's mm-hmm. using him. I don't know if he knows he's being used, but like, I just. It got I mentioned in that scene, like when, when, yeah. uh, when uh, Kate walks up to him, I'm sorry, my mom I'll put you in prison. I was like, Kate, I don't know if he knew that yet. Right. <laughs> it's a lot of betrayal going around. I don't know if you're going to be. On that. I don't know. I'm like, because he just doesn't strike me as the one who he doesn't strike me as that unintelligent. I think he's right. a little sharper than that. So I'm just not sure. I'm like, maybe he's on drugs or something. Maybe he's an alcoholic. I don't know. I just maybe he's got some kind of mental health disorder, but he doesn't strike me as someone who's just not smart enough to figure out what's going on around him, though. Yeah, exactly. So it's continuing through the dinner party that was filled with like way more people. It felt like than actually looked when they walked in. Right. Like it was yeah. people running out of that dinner party for days. Like I was like, Jesus, how many people are running out of this dinner party? <laughs> Where are these people coming from? The whole building. <laughs> also, if they just had a dinner party that just was ruined and like exploded and they had the auction and stuff, all that happened, a whole murder. Why would they have another dinner party? And this just is attend where, so, okay, like, thank you. This yeah. is where I was about to go. Because I was just like, um, so first of all, I felt like the scene was a little recycled from the, the previous party. You know what I mean? Like it was an extension of it, not just a brand new party. Almost like, you know what? They ain't going to shut down our good time. Let's do it again. So it didn't feel right. like a new set of circumstances at all. It just felt like an extension of like the, the previous situation so or the previous party. So I'm kind of like, was that necessary? I mean, you had to put all these characters in the same room yet again. 
So, I mean, I guess a, a holiday party is the easiest way to achieve that, but it just, it, it felt recycled. It just didn't feel like new to me at that point. It was right. very Gatsby-esque. Yeah. Like, oh, all rich people just have dinner parties. Right. That's all they do. They were like, well, we got to put all these people in the same room. So, okay, let's just throw another party. Like, it just, yeah, it didn't feel like we were making an effort to, like, figure out how to get all these, all these characters in one spot so that this entire scene can, like, implode on itself. Also, Kazi's sniper was like the weirdest scene ever. Like oh. how he like ended the party. Like it was like, why did he just give up his position like that? Right. Is he the worst sniper shot ever? Like that's like Probably. the second time he's like had like a bad sniper moment. Well, he's obviously sloppy, you know? <laughs> I mean, he's, <laughs> oh. so they, <laughs> they gave you no reason to root for him at all. You were like, this guy's a liability for everybody. Yeah, we get rid of him already, man. Yeah, like even in that episode, whenever with Ronan, you know, like yeah. it's supposed to be the lookout, like you just, just try. First one down. <laughs> like fire him and get him on some unemployment because he is not working out. He said, I "Can know. I have my gun back at least?" You remember that scene? Can I have my gun back at least? <laughs> <laughs> like my man was not doing it. I was like, "Sir, here are your papers. You enjoy the rest of your life. This is not the job for you." I cannot with that. It's just like he. It's like he missed orientation. When they told him exactly what, sir, you are goon number one. This is your job. <laughs> and he was like, I missed those oh. first few days of training, so I don't know what it's like to be a goon. I'm like, dude. <laughs> right. This is not it. Yeah. He should have been just part of the tracksuit mafia. I mean, just like he's oh. responsible for bringing drinks and paper plates. And that's right. it. <laughs> when the one tracksuit dude had that moment, you guys uh see when uh he was like he walked up okay, he was like, I just want to thank you. It, like literally like they're not terrible dudes, you know, they they just in a game. That's what they gotta do. It's true. Still yeah. showing some kind of man. I mean, but they were getting uh well one why was there so many of them taking that ice rink out? Like they just <laughs> the awareness in this episode was crazy. Yeah. It's but crazy. I don't. I still don't understand what their plan was. Like before, like let's right. say, like he was like gonna shoot. Like he was in the sniper, but snipers typically aren't the ones that are the assassins. So if they yeah. were gonna just walk in guns blazing, then why did he give up the position? Did they have a plan? Yeah, I, no. that's my thing. I just it didn't feel like there was a plan. It felt like okay, we'll call, we'll call you when it's time and just show up. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, <there>. Let's go. <laughs> it just it didn't. And he, they're like, they're like. I guess they were like, we have numbers on them, so he can't shoot all of us with arrows, but we've clearly seen that he has trick arrows, but shit. You would think in a world with aliens and wizards and magic and science, you would think that they would be a little bit smarter. I'm just telling I'm just saying, they left them, it's that Batman, it's that Michael Keaton Batman level goon right there. It's just like, (laughs) you know what? Just do what you told. Don't worry about the rest. Don't do any thinking. We yeah. don't need you to do any thinking. Just follow instructions. Yeah, and... Just go hop in that body bag. <laughs> we see Yelena showing us more reasons why we love her. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Walks in and immediately, can I check your coat? No, thank you. She's like, oh. Like, you don't need my coat. Calm down. But yeah. She was definitely. That's really a red flag. Security was really lax. <laughs> didn't they call those guys from like those simulations from the park? Yeah, they're the yeah, large people. They don't know. They, I think you only had a one person in that group who's a police officer. So it was yeah, like everybody else is just. 
it just volunteered. Yeah, they had her uh, being a waitress. I was like, Why did they not bring their badges? You would think they would bring their badges, given that they were professionals, but they, like, put on... I think it was just a good excuse for them to put on their LARPing equipment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had to give them that courage. Yeah. And, and like and honestly from the start of the scene with them at the party through like when they at least get away from the ice rink you kind of felt like okay we have these we have these pieces of different scenes we want to pull off let's just throw them all together like I, as much as I wanted them all to connect they just all didn't connect so at some point I was like these are fun to watch but like it doesn't move the story forward yeah. <laughs> so I'm just looking Literally. at you guys. Yeah, like, was, that's why I'm like, I'm wondering what's going on. Like, right. I'm like, what, what is the plan Clint. on either side? Like Clint's hanging in a Christmas tree. I'm like, okay, so help me understand a how he why he's sitting there for so long. Right. And like, okay, so she shoots him down, and now we're it's just like none of it seems to like pull itself together at any point. So I'm like, where are we going? with all of these things together because the bigger the bigger moments happen much later on with like kingpin and um you know and then finally you have that moment with yelena and and clint kind of airing out their grievances about natasha and i'm like okay so but none of the stuff that happened to before that kind of lead up to either one of those two moments yeah it just felt like it was kind of thrown in yeah they were like oh this would be fun Disjointed. Yeah. This did not feel like it was, it was a part of the season. I feel exactly. like we're basically like five episodes in between. <laughs> like, oh um, guys, <laughs> they're like, oh, we paid these extras for these for these uh for these scenes. We need to get them in somewhere. Um, so just go ahead and throw these in this one. I'm just living like, really. Okay, hey, and uh, did y'all did y'all notice like all the advertisement for all the Disney <laughs> like like. <laughs> NBC, uh, Comcast, like I was like, damn, they're letting me know. Like we own all this. We're having a party at the Comcast building. Oh man, I was like, Disney gave me some real hail mary energy right here. Uh, like just so everything. They were like, we didn't give y'all ads. <laughs> You're gonna get hit with product placement. Yeah. And sometimes that's like editing, and sometimes that's direction. But it's just kind of like, okay, both both sides of, the, of this coin made the wrong choices with some of this stuff because yeah. it made no zero connection to anything. So, literally, oh. um, we finally get to see Jack fight with the sword, um, which was interesting. He wasn't as good or or like great as I thought he would be, but he was decent. He was decent. He was, he was just having fun out there. Yeah. You yeah. slash bop bop bop. Oh hey daughter, how you doing? I'm just over here. <laughs> he was monologuing, and you were like, "Why is he monologuing right now?" <laughs> he was having a good old time. He really did. He was like, "If we all fit to do this, I'm not gonna be left out this time." It was really, yeah. Right. Now the most exciting scene: we finally get the confrontation with Kingpin. Right. And. First off, Kingpin's yeah, intro yeah. kind of like how he like even like she sat in the car and like everyone around her was just dead. It looked like he was a vampire or something. There was no way he could have like just like thrown that guy over the car that fast. Like <laughs> Kingpin was so OP. He's very overpowered. Mm-hmm. I was like, why is he so over first? First, first. I'm gonna throw a quick spoiler out there just for Spider-Man. Just one, just one, just a lot of time. Nope, don't do it. Ah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but Kingpin, Kingpin's OP looked crazy, and I think they acknowledged that when she shot the arrows, and he was just mm. like, hmm. Thank you. 
Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like I, I'm just waiting for Daredevil to pop up out of nowhere and be like, I got this. That's <laughs> like, what I was mad about. I was like, because I'm like, like if you look at their size disparity and everything she's throwing at him, and he's just like brushing it off, like only to get that final explosion. Keep in mind, he just got hit by a whole car, and he's fighting like, like as if like nothing happened, and he's only in a suit. (laughs) This is John Wick energy now. We've now moved into John Wick territory. (laughs) Like, there's no reason. No, no, no. Remember the sumo scene where they keep shooting him in the head and bro just wouldn't go down? Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. I'm, uh, it's it's somewhere in that fit. universe. See, this is a different kingpin. He came from John Wick's universe, clearly, because there is no reason he should have survived <laughs> nearly half of that. And then literally, I literally wrote this note down because I said, if this happens, I have I have a problem, Marvel. I said, if kingpin survives that grenade, that's crazy. There's no reason Kingpin should survive that grenade. That's wild. <laughs> no. Wow. No. Yeah. And I just knew he was. And what made me more mad is when we get to the finally the end of the episode where Echo finally confronts him. Oh my gosh. One shot. And she just shoots him one time with a pistol. Like, okay. it, it was a little pistol too. It wasn't even a dig. It was a nine pistol. millimeter. Nine millimeter. Probably between the eyes. Just beep. If they kill Kingpin after doing all of that, Marvel, we have to have a conversation. <laughs> There's no reason I mean, to make look, him look like that. They out here trying to throw villains out of everywhere, though. So at this point, they got, a, I think there's a theory about Derek Bishop being a villain later on, that he's not really dead. Uh, <laughs> um, True. And of course, True. you got Kate still in the mix. And I'm just like, so they're throwing all these, all these villains out. So I don't know, like Kingpin being you know, kind of like your primary villain, I, don't, that's, I didn't get that energy from it. No. He feels like he's one of many, so maybe they do feel like maybe he's a little disposable here. Like, oh, he doesn't have to stick around because we got about 12 more villains to show in the next season. And so, <laughs> you know, we can't have him out here playing games either. Like, like let's knock these brothers off as quickly as we can. Because um, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like there's any one villain that's kind of like managing everything at this point. So like it, villains are kind of down bad right now. They're just right. not villaining anymore. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's it's up for grabs, and it's just like oh man, yeah. I just you know no one's giving me enough sinister energy to be like eh, yeah they're the one everybody's answering to. It right. just feels like oh the seat's empty. Let's see who can fill it. Well, technically, the lady um, Contessa Valentina that hired uh, Elena technically could fill that spot. True. She's true, not necessarily true. like bio though. Like she's not like I'm gonna take on the work. She's more like I'm gonna just put people in positions to like do what I need them to do. Right. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Um and so we see we see Kingpin finally meet his end until Daredevil season four. <laughs> Disney Plus <laughs> <gets in that>. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest part was uh, we get to the last scene where uh, they finally, he finally makes it home for Christmas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And he brings Kate with him, which was so obvious. I don't know why they even tried to play like she wasn't in the car with the dog. Right. I don't know why they did <laughs> They, they could have just saved that scene. We, it was very obvious. We could it see was, that a mile away. They could have, yeah, they could have saved that for, they could have done something else with that. Um, that was not necessary. It was kind of like, yeah, he's going to keep her close because he doesn't want her dead. 
he because he doesn't know how any of this stuff is going to play out yet. So, right. Especially with her not having parents, kind of right now. It's Hello, you know her daddy dead. Like she, yep. don't, she don't have anyone for Christmas except. And then the fact that they like maybe her daddy ain't dead, and yep. like now you got her mom too, who's got you know bone to pick. Like yeah, Ooh. it's a lot. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. Um, I think the biggest reveal that was like a sneaky reveal that we I think we forgot. I forgot about. Yo, watch. <laughs> I think I know yeah. what you're about to say. Marvel did Marvel just write out Agents of Shield again? Yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> I'm not a fan, so that's why I, I'm comfortable saying if I was a fan, I would be at Marvel right now. We'd be having right. some words. Yo, um, at the very least, they they tried to throw that mockingbird situation out there. That Hawkeye's wife is mockingbird. Mm-hmm. It says Agent 19 on the watch. Yeah, I mean, that's so I'm just bird. like, and so when he said you need to take better care of your stuff, it was just like, oh, oh, okay. It was um, real subtle too, real what subtle. We, what are we doing here? So at least, you know, I wasn't completely off about the fact that like they were building up to revealing whoever Clint's wife was at some point. Because they really did try to like make it as opaque as possible in the movie and then of course at the beginning of the series and eventually you're like nah something up with her I don't know if she is a, a black widow yeah. I don't know I don't know what they're trying to do why is she so invested in any of this and why is she so understanding when Clint can't make it home right mm. yeah. find love and shoot it's a good workplace good workplace environment I'm just oh I guess no it's not because they had that whole explosion and the whole like helic- never mind <laughs> go be good <laughs> <laughs> she's like i get um, it i get it just make sure you bring my stuff back with you like it was really yeah yeah i, I mean i feel like there's some kind of origin story we might have to get about how the two of them end up together because we just i mean i need a little more context about their relationship like them individually is different but like them being together is a, a whole different do you think she's gonna play a factor in the next oh whatever? hell yeah okay. yeah because you're gonna need somebody who's gonna be able to go up against um go up against uh Bishop. I told you it's gonna be the two moms fighting it out. True, true, true. I don't think we've seen the end of Eleanor. Uh-uh. No, no, she, all she did was go to jail. Right. And hopefully true. those police officers are not like people she's paying off and she actually went to jail. She didn't remember she had a police force in her in her pocket. Okay. So she runs a security company. Right she didn't go underground and meet up with her at her, her her what we believe is her dead husband. They <laughs> out here plotting against the rest of the world at this point. Right. Mm. It should be interesting. Um, I like how Hawkeye had the, the suit on. It was it was yeah. nice to see that. I need to see Wolverine in a suit. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to see like with um, if you look at the cast the casting list, Haley is listed as Hawkeye at this point. And mm-hmm. um and he's just you know his name is just Clint Barton at this point so I was just like all right because I've been paying attention to it and they finally kind of just like flipped that switch I was like okay um so that that part that very end where they're talking about names and what she should call herself and he's like well I have an idea and I'm like okay here we go <laughs> yeah it was just yeah the writers got lazy on this one they yeah. got really lazy <laughs> <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I was like, okay, Marvel. Okay. They I was like, y'all like, better not end with that. He better say a, another name right now. They gave me some like Q4 is Christmas energy with that one. It was like, it's the end of the year. Very much so. Especially <laughs> when they were like, you know what? 
you know, it'd be good for a Christmas episode. We're just going to have Hawkeye in the Christmas tree and he's going to see an owl. Like, right. Like, <laughs> don't eat it up. <laughs> like, this will be great. I'm like, oh, okay. Just because it happens during Christmas don't make me feel like it's Christmassy. So. Right. The Ant-Man references were crazy, though. If you think about it, like Ant-Man getting all this pub, like him in the, in the well, we'll get to that, him in the show, but uh, the little reference to like, I'm going to have to ask Scott, Right, I'll like just pick him up with the trick arrow. Yeah, I'm like, okay, Ant Man, I see you. Right. I see you with the advertisements. <laughs> okay, guys, all right, I see exactly. You're like, all right, I guess this is what we're gonna do. But okay, yeah, some of it was just like, all right, I don't know who decided. Like, we just haven't this had enough coffee. This. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in this meeting, so we just haven't had enough coffee to finish this properly. Just whatever we got, throw it in there. <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. A little razzle dazzle. Yeah. That's Do you guys feel like this is the best series thus far on Disney Plus? No. No, 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 no. Top three? Top three, yeah. It's been what five? And we have yeah. what She Hulk and Moon Knight. And what's the next one? She Hulk. She who's the next one? Let me see. What's the next series? Because I think WandaVision is still yeah. five on my yeah. list. Yeah. But I feel and like I might put Loki. Is, in like the, the series scenario, like I feel like this is what happens at least in one episode in every series, you get this kind of, you know, hodgepodge of things happening that doesn't really advance the story at all. And it doesn't really like give you any ca- more character arc or anything. It just really doesn't give you anything. It's just them essentially throwing whatever they got left into the stew and hopefully it's entertaining and I'm like I think every series has that moment and you're just like um this doesn't feel intentional anymore it doesn't feel like anyone like it's like it was like everybody phoned it in (laughs) literally (laughs) literally literally these are the zoom episodes (laughs) it seems like all the next shows they just keep on pushing them back Mm. we don't know because we we were supposed to already meet She-Hulk um, by this point, so I think that's probably why. And then Moon Knight, yeah. I don't know. I've heard mixed reviews about Moon Knight, so I don't know. So when we get to the last scene, the very last post-credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> now you love this, Ryan. I know you. Uh, y'all know how much I love musicals. <laughs> I was like, oh my! And you know, it's the worst part. It's Marvel, so I, I'm trained to like wait until the very end. So I'm watching every single scene. Like, oh, something crazy will happen. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Just a musical. Just a musical number. Yeah. I listened to it so, so long. It's starting to grow on me. <laughs> <laughs> this, this song is starting to grow on me. <laughs> I was, I could do this all day. What, what is it? I could do this all day. That song is crazy. And the credit. I was this- like, huh. I watched the rest of the credits and I was like, okay, they went through all the languages and I was like, they're gonna show something, nothing. Gotta show something good. Literally, literally. Nothing. Like I'm literally waiting the whole time. Like, wow, <laughs> cool. Or like they cut cool. the damn show short because boom, something blew up and oh snap, so-and-so walked through. Nope. Said, okay. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Just like, right. Well. And it's like, you know, if we couldn't be bothered right. to write that scene with him in a tree, we wasn't going to be bothered to write nothing else. So <laughs> we ain't got literally. it. We ain't got it. <laughs> we don't got it. Literally. I'm like, nothing? 
Like it's the end of the year, it's Christmas. We ain't got nothing yeah. left. Catch us next year. <laughs> Doctor Strange kept nope. Okay. Nope. There, nope. Okay. King. Nope. Okay. King. Oh. All right. Well. <laughs> uh, do you guys feel confident moving into the the phase four? Based on this series, you feel more confident as where they're going. They're starting to get their footing. Couple series, couple movies in. It's harder. Like I said, I, I feel like. I feel like they still have that. I I need to I need to see a bit more with sort um like mental fortitude. Like how you start is how you should finish, and I, that's what I'm waiting for for them is to get to a point where like you start the first two three episodes come in real hot, and then by the time you get to the end, you're just kind of like running out of gas and puttering out. And I'm like, um, I need you to keep that same energy, yeah, all the way through. And so that's the that's the thing I'm hoping for them to like figure out is like how they how do they wrap this kind of thing up and get to the end of the season with the same energy they started the season with? Because we think see what happens. Exactly, like it's it's the it's the they they have done this formula for the movies for so long right. that like they don't know how to actually do it for you know TV for, for a series. And it's just like so what you end up doing is having this fool with a sword monologuing in the middle of a fight. <laughs> Where he ain't got no enemy, and it's just like, um, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's not, that's not, no, we could have done better by him and the audience at this point, because it's like you start out with the the audience is with us, and then by the time you get to the end, it's almost like you assume the audience decided to like exit, and you're like, no, we still with you, and now we're noticing everything because you told us to notice everything, so you want us to not pay attention to the fact that this owl picked up this little miniaturized truck all of a sudden, like it's just. Please don't do that to me. Please. Mm. That was pretty irresponsible of them to let that out do that. But I was like, dude, I just feel, especially without any context or anything, you know what I mean? Like there's nothing there. It's like, oh, that's just funny. And it's a bit of a, 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 a tip of the hat to Ant-Man. You're just like, okay, but but why though? <laughs> but, but why? <laughs> it's like, so there's so much in this, so much in this episode. I was like, but why? Like what? Yeah. what? Oh, okay. I do. I do appreciate out of the little musical number how they included Ant Man because you know, like stage plays and like biopics and stuff, like are always inaccurate somewhere. So I appreciated how it was like massively inaccurate because Ant Man wasn't even around. Just Bruh. all that, yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I just want them. I feel, I feel, I'm, I'm always confident in their ability to give us something new. Like I said, I just want them to kind of sustain the energy that they go into things with because you get to a point where you're like, oh yeah, that was great. And then you finally wind up at the end, like, well, what the hell? All of that for, for this? Ah, okay. That's how I feel about every Marvel TV show so far though. Like yeah. all the Disney shows, I'm like, I leave kind of confused. Like, I don't know how to feel about that right and i'm like okay so do we need like john favreau to come in at the end and give you some of this kind of like mandalorian energy or like what do you need us to do how can we get somebody in there with y'all to not do this to yourselves so yeah i just yeah that's what i want to see for them like i I can i i feel like their intentions are always great going into the series and by the end they just lose steam and energy and i I just want some i need somebody in the building to kind of like recognize that and go okay guys we need to like do maybe change our process a little bit because I feel like at some point you're gonna it gets predictable now that you were this many we're putting this many series out and everybody's having the same reaction at this point like oh we got to the end and you can tell they were kind of like already done right and I just don't want I don't want to see that happen to them like I think they they are they deserve better because they do work they seem like they've been working hard at the beginning and then at the end they're like I ain't got it mm-hmm. 
I mean, this entire story kind of feels like it was it was a lot of character growth for Hawkeye, for Yelena, for a lot of characters, right? But it kind of feels like if you make one decision here and one decision there, it wouldn't have happened at all. Yeah, it was, I don't know, like, this definitely wasn't uh, one of my top three, like, top three of, um, like, series so far. Like, I think Loki, Loki's my favorite one so far. Gotcha. Same. Definitely. Hawkeye might be top three. I don't know how I feel about Falcon and Winter Soldier at episode six from five. <sighs> well, it's, it's, it's down at the bottom. Let's just be real. <laughs> It's down there with WandaVision. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's down there with WandaVision for me. I, I, I don't know. Whoa. I don't know. Whoa there. I got WandaVision as my, my last one. And Ooh. maybe, maybe, maybe if I can wish I don't know. It's, it's, it's a close. They're, they're about tied. They're about neck and neck right there for the worst so far. Whoa, I'm about to say, do we need to call that bad opinion, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say that. Wait a minute. You put Wanda down at the bottom? Yeah, I got it down there. Got it down there. <laughs> Loki's at the top for me. Loki's at the top for me. It's the only series so far that's moved the MCU forward. Yeah. Everything else is just character development. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, we have a new Captain America. And you guys saw the story. Yeah. We didn't need to see the story. Just don't be confused when you see him on screen. Oh, but I guess you couldn't be confused because that story is completely, I'm not going to say irrelevant, but if you think about it, we leave, like if you're just a casual Marvel fan and you just watch the movies, you don't have Disney Plus, you would have seen the last time you saw him would be Avengers Endgame in which he would given the shield. And so now it's not crazy to see him flying around with the, <sighs> Jesus, Marvel. Right. And that's, see, and this is, this is my thing with every single time they get to the end of something and you're like, why are you about to waste my time again, though? Like, I didn't need to know, like, why do I need to know that now I need all of this backstory? So now he has all this angst about having the shield, and I don't care about none of that. <laughs> I don't care about none of that, man. Like, just don't. Take the shield, don't take the shield, but, like, leave me out of it. Like, I just, what do you want? Why do I need to know about his struggle to decide to become Captain America simply because he believes a black man can't be Captain America? Like, that's his personal struggle. I don't... <laughs> Right, like, like I, I was like, Captain America four could touch on it lightly, and we can move on. Like, I don't right. know if I needed that in the series. Now I think about it, I don't know if I needed that series. It's like a whole ass series about it, and you're just like, I'm already a black person living in the United States. I don't need you to like. I, we don't need that. We don't need none of that. Nah. It just wasn't. I I liked the little storyline they had with like the Isaiah Bradley, and the, I liked it, but uh, <laughs> you know. You know, I think it was just they didn't want to start off with like new people entirely. Like they like how we're now moving into She-Hulk. This is like uh, the first show carried by someone we've never met before. Yeah, like tell me a new tell me a new story altogether. Like give me something new. I don't need to like see. I don't need the behind the scenes about everything. No, right. If we're talking like comic books. When you break out X-Men into like Wolverine and a couple of others like and get their origin stories, that makes sense because you essentially are dealing with a group of people all the time in like real time. And so to go back and go, how did they become these people? That makes sense. But like Marvel answers all those questions either in the movie or in another series. 
most of the time. And so it's like, I don't need, I don't need five episodes of you explaining something you've already explained. Mm. And see, I felt like we were past origin stories when with Spider-Man, like from Spider-Man Homecoming, I felt like we were past origin stories. Like I thought they were just like, yeah, we're not doing those. He's him. There you go. <laughs> and Because at some point it's like, let's let go of that. It's okay. Like if this far, this far in, if you are a, a fan of any of this, you will probably go find that information on your own. If you just want something that's kind of standalone and entertaining, it works for that too. Like, I don't think you need to serve every person's need at this point. Right? Because right? it's always going to be new fans. So it's just not, I'm not going to say waste our time, but it kind of wastes our time a little bit. It's a waste. Just a little. It's a waste. It's a waste. It's a waste. Yeah. It's a waste. Yeah. Even for a new fan, it's like, give them the give them the joy and pleasure of discovering it the way the rest of us did. So, yeah, I just, I mean, if y'all, it's like if they had come up and they was like, yeah, we're going to make Killmonger a series. But why? <laughs> right. <laughs> First of all, I don't want to look at Michael B. Jordan for five episodes. It's hard enough to see him in Black Panther. But <laughs> keep my opinion to myself about that. I had some moments. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What Michael, a B. Jordan, for Killmonger. Michael B. Jordan is not my favorite. Let's put it that way. He knows how you really feel. My man be overacting. <laughs> like his life depended on it most of the time everybody else is on a seven he on a 16 you just like mike he mike, is very angry read the room damn it read the room bro he is he is very angry he's spencer james level angry <laughs> it's like he's it's like he's he's like he's acting angry instead of just being an actor who's angry you know what i mean like sir <laughs> we don't need you to tell us you're angry just be angry it's fine Anyway, um, but yeah, it's like if they gave us five episodes about him and you're just like, um, do, did we really need five episodes of that? I, I, right? don't, think, I don't think we did. Right? I don't, I don't think we did. There's but, nothing about his story that is so odd and different than other human experiences that would make you have to explain something. And I feel like with a, some of this stuff, that's what you're getting is like, you're now over explaining something that most people can understand innately. Like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, yeah, you know, this happens to a person. So this could possibly happen to them or they could start making a series of choices that lead them down the path of destruction. Okay, we get that. Like that happens almost all the time. You do not need to explain that in five episodes. I think that was well, I, like an interesting series. Um, I'll say this last point, we'll wrap. I'll say this last point. Thanos would be an interesting series. Come on now. Yeah, that actually would be a good series. Give me Thanos, y'all. <laughs> I don't Thanos. know about Eternals, but Thanos is an interesting series. Thanos has a, had a lot of solid points. I would love to see like a business plan or a pitch deck from Thanos about why exactly he needs these Infinity Stones to explain <laughs> his point, because I think more people would agree with him than not. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And now that we are back in this pandemic, I feel like we could use them Infinity Stones right now. I yep. need somebody with the level of resoluteness at yep. Thanos. Thanos He's like, you know, if you get rid of half of these bastards, we'd be all right. <laughs> I agree. You know, I, you know, I kind of agree. Thanos was right. Thanos was right. Hashtag it. And especially because he didn't, he wasn't discriminatory about it. He didn't care if you had money or didn't have money. He didn't care about your race. He didn't even care about what planet you lived on. He was like, everybody in the universe is cutting the shit in half. Like, I don't care who it is. Right? <laughs> Like we, love, we love an equality king. I'm just saying. He was like, you want to talk about diversity and inclusion? Check this out. <laughs> Come snap my fingers and half of these motherfuckers is gone. 
that's it. That's the end of this. I don't want to talk about it no more. And that's what I'm talking about. I was like, Thanos has some real solid points. And most people be looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, okay. You obviously don't spend enough time with humanity because trust me. <laughs> you spend enough time with crazy people, you'd be like, you know what? Thanos was right. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he had a real solid point right there. Y'all didn't like it. y'all didn't like it, but you didn't have to like it. That's the whole point. And then you got, you know, Avengers turn around and try to bring everybody back. You're like, you know what? That wasn't helpful. No. I ain't gonna lie. That wasn't helpful. They was getting over it. And all of a sudden they're trying to bring everybody back. Y'all could have just grieved for another year and could have moved on. But here we are. (laughs) 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 Ask the human race back. Great. Lord. Um, Well, thank you, everyone. This has been a good series. Uh, Thank you to everyone. You've been Caleb. Uh, Mindy, Steph, everyone, Lucius, bad opinion man and good opinion man. Lucius, you know, it's two of them now in the universe. <laughs> um, thank you, James. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Tiff. We will be back. Yes. You know how Marvel likes to end those shows? We're like, they will be back. We will be back. <laughs> <laughs> thank y'all for having me. Yes, anytime. Yeah. I'm, full of, I'm full of crazy theories, so I'm, I'm more than happy to join. We should start doing just random hot takes. Cause I got a couple few. Lord, random Marvel hot take. Hey, oh, Lord. On hot, random Marvel hot take. I take there it is. <laughs> I do have some hot takes about Tony Stark that nobody really want to hear about either. So, oh Lord, oh Lord, cut it. We good. Like now nah, we good, we good. We don't have to do none of that. All right. <laughs>